I'm Annie Apple, and I'm here to invite you to come and listen to my new podcast series, Raising April. It's the most intimate sports-related conversations you will hear. Each week, we explore the journeys of some of your favorite NFL players through the eyes of those that know them best. From Joe Burrow, DeAndre Hopkins, Miles Garrett, Ezekiel Elliott, Nick and Joey Boza, just to name a few. With exclusive insights and information, we leave no stone unturned. Subscribe now to Raising a Pro on your favorite podcast app. You are listening to an HD Smartcast original. You're tuned in to Tech Time Traveler. Hello and welcome to a brand new episode of Tech Time Traveler where we bring you not only the latest in tech but also give you a sneak peek into the possible future of technology. This is your host Vipin with my friend Nimit. So let's hit it. Mobile phones or smartphones rather. Can't really do without them, can you? Over the past few decades the world has seen an exponential change in the technology. Technology that has not only assisted our living but has become a necessity today. And a crucial part of that piece of technology today is our smartphone. Won't you agree with me? Today bleeding edge hardware along with artificial intelligence has taken our phone using experience to a next level. Manufacturers today are coming up with designs and concepts that were but a dream 10 years back. And due to the increasing consumer demand, there are many companies who are competing neck to neck to make it a best fit in your pocket. Every year manufacturers come up with their flagship design which is either an upgrade from the previous design or a whole new design concept or approach in itself. So how do we know which is the best? Well keeping the numbers and charts aside, I think there are many factors that come into play while deciding upon one's choice of smartphone. But you've got to start somewhere. So to figure it out, Nimit and I are going to talk about a device which was when launched was the true flagship in every sense and that is the Poco F1 which now has recently been taken over by its successor the Poco F2 Pro and with the Poco M2 launch just being right around the corner things look really promising for the brand but since the Poco M2 Pro is going to be placed somewhere below the Poco F2 Pro is the Poco F2 Pro really the 2020 flagship killer does it tick all the check boxes of a 2020 flagship well let's see hey nimit hi wipin welcome everybody to the tech, tech time traveler, traveler. So bro what do you think does the Poco F2 Pro has what it takes to woo the fans again as the Poco F1 did Yeah we've been so we've had so many fan moments with this phone it was uh, the Poco F1 when we actually felt Indians could finally afford a flagship device and I know despite the fact that we have had multiple competitors in the market since then Poco F2 Pro will definitely be a fan favorite Well you sound promising bro tell me more about it So 2 years back you remember we had opened this box of the Poco F1 the true flagship killer you know that black box with that liquid cooling design How can I forget that bro we were like those two small kids getting their hands on the first GI Joe figure I guess it was probably the first phone with liquid cooling and since then like us all Poco fans have been waiting for the new flagship killer Now that it's here It's time for the tech time traveler to find out how well Xiaomi has actually performed. So bro, let's get down to the top 10 things we need to know about the new Poco F2 Pro. So if you go by the launch event, 
The device has a 6.67 inch screen with a good resolution and it seems it supports uh, fast charging has a big battery of around 4700 mAh and a USB type C support. Yeah, not to forget the optical in-screen fingerprint sensor, the Corning Gorilla Glass 5, and like you said a 6.67 inch AMOLED screen with 50 lakh is to 1 contrast ratio and a brightness of 500 nits. So with all these big numbers, do you think it has lived up to the expectation of people who've already been uh, using Poco F1? Yeah, so Poco has always been a brand that has built uh, a lot of value into a very budget-oriented device. Even though the price would range somewhere between thirty-five to forty-five thousand, it still does have a high-res camera and uh, um, it does uh, provide hundred twenty-eight gigs of storage. which has become a norm or at least a basic requirement today's time and not to forget the lowest variant is actually 6 gb ram uh, but hey for those who don't know it is not a new new device uh, it is a rebranded version of a product that already existed so as we discussed it's not a brand new device it's the rebranded k30 pro but it still has its quicks and tricks uh which is the Snapdragon 865 with liquid cooling UFS 3.1 storage LPDDR5 RAM and Sony's flagship camera sensor which is uh, really cool if you think about the price at which it's expected to be launched yeah the Poco F2 Pro definitely checks out most of the boxes of the 2020 flagship killer but bro headphone jack I know you'll say it's extinct but it is still very useful for somebody who's looking for a, a flagship killer in this price. Also the phone has their uh, IR blaster and NFC which are not things that you usually find in a phone in this price bracket. Hmm fair enough. Now coming to the camera setup. We all know that most of the 2020 flagship phones have bleeding edge photography skills like the iPhone 11 Pro, the Samsung S20 Ultra. I mean, I accept that it comes at a premium price, but the specs on paper for the Poco F2 Pro do look promising. What do you think? So, yeah, so with uh, us all of us getting stuck in the capital city, uh, we still don't have a review unit, but I did have a look at some of the pictures online. and the cameras look much much better than the Poco F1 so if there is a big jump in performance it is definitely in the performance of the cameras so there is a nice 13 megapixel wide angle camera and a 5 megapixel macro camera along with Sony's IMX 686 64 megapixel main camera the front camera is a pop up camera so it still maintains the bezel-less design as well. Okay, now coming on to the software interface, uh, the thing that makes the most of all this hardware. Do we have the same Poco launcher as it was in the previous version of the phone or the MIUI? Cuz I have to say I'm not really a fan of the MIUI interface. Yeah, we've been so I know there are haters for the MIUI no matter what version they are, but with the new one, they have the Poco Launcher 2.1. where miui features are definitely present but it is more efficient and faster well i guess that cuts it now there's been a trend in the market that uh, once a 
pro version of a device launches uh, there is a stripped down or a light uh, version of the same device that is launched uh, like you know the OnePlus 8 Pro and the OnePlus 8 so do you think there will be uh, just a Poco F2 along with the Poco F2 Pro as the rumors are there will be one yeah vibin so you're right about uh, the rumors of a Poco F2 stripped down version which will probably come only in india but i don't think people would want to come down to a micro usb port or maybe uh, look for a mid range uh, processor instead of a snapdragon 865 i hope uh, shami stays away from that well i hope so too man So Nimit as we know that the mobile phones are the new playstations and uh, and people spend a lot of time with their phones watching content uh, playing games so what else does the Poco F2 Pro has to offer to the serious gamers or the content consumers so when delving into some other features of this product there is a large vapor chamber to aid in cooling and sustaining peak performance improved vibration motor game turbo 3.0 with night vision and voice changer mm, that could help us <laughs> and smart audio amplifiers with high power efficiency and idle noise reduction the phone does come with a widevine l1 certification which was an issue with the initial uh, poco f1 where you could not play high definition videos on uh, netflix or amazon prime so looks like the poco f2 pro definitely has most of the things for everyone so nimit to sum it up all what's your verdict i would want to just say one thing even though for a tech enthusiast like me or for somebody who follows tech like you it might seem a little uh, underwhelming the poco f2 pro especially for somebody who's been a fan of the poco f1 but something that is new in the market might be a good pull for a regular customer who would want to get top of the line specs within uh, 40k what are your views on this yeah definitely the poco f2 pro could really work uh, for it has got the looks the numbers and has been priced very competitively it's 5g enabled can record 8k videos and has a quad cam setup having said that it does not get a higher refresh uh, rate for the display which is uh, a thing for the 2020 flagships but i wouldn't really call it a deal breaker having said that the real test will be once we get our hands on it and uh, put it to use as our daily driver and with this we wrap up this episode of tech time traveler hope you guys liked it and if you have any feedback or ideas feel free to reach out to us at facebook twitter and instagram on tech time traveler at ht smartcast and to listen to more such podcasts log on to www.htsmartcast.com once again thank, thank you for, for listening, listening to, to the, the tech time traveler. traveler see you guys next week ciao This was an HD Smartcast original. HD Smartcast. I'm Annie Apple and I'm here to invite you to come and listen to my new podcast series Raising April. It's the most intimate sports related conversations you will hear. Each week we explore the journeys of some of your favorite NFL players through the eyes of those that know them best. From Joe Burrow, DeAndre Hopkins, Miles Garrett, Ezekiel Elliott, Nick and Joey Bosa, just to name a few. With exclusive insights and information, we leave no stone unturned. Subscribe now to Raising a Pro on your favorite podcast app.